Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer with Vortis Sound Studios. Well, hello to you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello. Anyway, my name is Phil, as I've said, and I'm in a funny stage of life at the moment. So as I record this, I'm about two weeks out from moving house. In fact, by the time this episode's gone, uh, gone out, I'll have moved house and I'll be setting up, which is a very strange thing. Um, I've not moved house for a good number of years, so it's going to be stressful. <laughs> so as a result, I'm kind of batching a few episodes. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself and a lot of March, as I record this, isn't prepared, but it will be prepared very shortly in the next few days. Anyway, so yes, if my banter is a bit kind of weird and samey, that'll be why. This week, I thought I'd talk about how to land an interview. So I'm not talking about job interviews, because they're no fun. I'm actually talking about music interviews. There, It's a very strange and specific thing within the music industry that as a band, to get ahead, to get yourself in front of a new audience, you need to know how to land an interview. And then once you've got that, how do you prepare? What do you do for that kind of thing? I think it's really worth thinking about that kind of side of things. So I think the first question to answer is why why bother? <laughs> why bother having an interview at all? I mean, the obvious answer is to get the word out about the band so you can find new fans or new fans can find you. You can, uh, if I can use the horrendous phrase, build a buzz. Ooh. <laughs> you can uh, promote a new album release or a new EP or single release. And it's just a great opportunity to go in front of people and go, this is us, this is what we're like, basically. The next question I think that people think is, well, well, how do you land them? How do you approach people? I think it's worth thinking before that, actually. It's worth thinking about the different kinds of place that you can go for an interview. So think place number one is podcasts. There are loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of music podcasts, including this one. Thing number two or way number two is going to bloggers and magazine writers and the people like that who are going to write stuff down. And that will be how your interview comes across. And your third one is radio, and that is nice and generic and broad. Radio being anything from commercial radio, so like Planet Rock is the kind of big one within my sphere that I know about, um, to community and online radio stations. Big wide area there, but that's broadly a similar kind of place to think about it. So those are the three major areas of interview. And I think how to approach people is a big question. So if you're approaching from cold... Um, if this person, if this blogger, say, does not know you at all, I think it's really important to try and build a rapport with them. Don't just storm in and go, I'd love to be interviewed. That's not going to work. You're, they're going to be put off. That, I think that's really important thing to say. They're going to be put off if you just go straight into it. You want to start, this is a very British thing, you want to start with some small talk. And I don't mean talking about the weather. You want to you want to comment on what they do. So podcast, radio, blog. Comment on what you like about their approach. People love to hear about what other people enjoy about what they're doing. That was a very confusingly phrased sentence, but I hope you understood it. I think it's really important to be genuine in that. Don't just go, oh, I like the way that you write. <laughs> be genuine and be honest. If someone came to me and gave me some comments on my podcast... I want them to be real. And I think anyone who runs a thing like a podcast or a blog or a radio station would love to know. They can tell if you're bluffing. <laughs> Bluntly. They can tell if you're lying. So 
then don't. It's just not worth it. It won't take much effort on your part, if you don't really know about what they're doing, to find out what they're doing, listen to a few episodes, read some interviews, things like that. It's not difficult. Anyway, that's what you want to do. You want to build a rapport with them over a while or over a short while, depending on the situation. You can then start to bring up that you would love to be interviewed. Now, quite along where along that road you go from I don't know you to interview me, please, depends on the person, I would say. You have to kind of gauge the situation. So I think talking to podcasters is probably, maybe it's because I am one, is probably a lot easier than it is talking to a commercial radio station. Commercial radio stations are a lot more business-like, and so you're going to need to go in there maybe a bit more formally, quite a bit more quickly. But with a podcaster, you can build a rapport and you can chat about things about the music industry, whatever it is. I think that's really important to just kind of bear in mind there's a bit of a context thing to it. So as I said, you want to approach them with a nicely worded and simple email or message so it could be on instagram or it could be you know a proper email if they're a commercial radio station it does not have to be complex i think it's very 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 easy to overcomplicate these things and go oh no i need to say a million and one things don't worry about it you can go hey i'm blah i'm phil in the band screaming skull apparently that's my metal band screaming skull and we've got a new single coming out in two months time that's called hellfire (laughs) terrible name um it's called hellfire sure and it's coming out in two months time we would love to promote this um with an interview we think we'd be a great fit for your podcast we think you'd be a great fit for your blog and we'd love to have a chat if you'd like to know more information if you'd like to ask us any questions please just ask. Many thanks, Phil. I don't know, something like that. It does not have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be big and fancy. Don't worry about it. I think it's worth bearing in mind when trying to book bigger interviews, so I'm thinking commercial radio, you might need to be a bit more prepared and a bit more strategic. So if you've done some previous interviews, say with podcasts or with blogs, link to them. Maybe if they might ask you for them and you just have them ready, have some links to some previous interviews you've done to show that you've done that kind of thing and to show that you won't just kind of dry up live on radio. Really important thing to bear in mind. I think the final thing to think about is to be aware of the context. For example, on this podcast, I only try and interview people who I believe are bringing value to my audience. So I try and interview people who I think have something to say about the music industry, about the way they've approached it, about what they're doing. Maybe I've worked with them and I like their music. It can be something like that as well. And I don't tend to take uh, cold contacts or people kind of contact me at the blue saying they'd like to be interviewed. I'm not being mean. It's not that I don't care. I just know kind of what I'm looking for. Having said that, if you think you have an interesting Um, story I guess something that you want to say about the music industry that could be helpful that other people might want to listen to feel free to reach out to me on social media basically come and contact me I'm willing to talk I love talking music so come and chat and then we can see where that goes having invited you all for an interview on my podcast we're going to take a short break and then when I come back we're going to talk about what to do once you have your interview booked Welcome back 
don't know what you think about these mini episodes where I do a kind of random break in the middle. I just think it breaks it up nicely, mostly because it's just me monologuing endlessly. <laughs> so you've booked an interview and you're very excited, but you need to plan. You can't just wing it on the night or on the day whenever you record it. The first thing to do is to see if you can is to get a list of questions so you can see where they're heading for the interview. So with people that I interview, I will give them a list of about 10 questions or so that we'll chat about. And they're largely the same, especially for bands, band to band, because I like to hear their differing answers to the same question. But in context, I will sometimes throw in a bit of a curveball, just something that's in the conversation. And I go, I want to know more about that. And I'll ask a question. Generally, I will come back to my list of questions. So I think that's a really important thing to consider, that nearly everyone will have some questions in mind. And if they haven't given you them, you can ask for them and that is okay. And with those questions, you can prepare your answers. I cannot stress this enough. Preparing your answers is so important. Know the kinds of things that you want to say. What do you want people to come away from that interview knowing about you that they didn't know before? And it might just be as simple as we want them to know that we've got a new release coming out. Sure. But what about your story? Do they do you want people to know? Does your band history tell a story? I think that's really important to think about it in that way. Think about uh, what you're saying as storytelling. Really interesting, slightly different way to view it. And it will just make what you say maybe a bit less dry or the way you think about it a bit less dry. You need to be also bear in mind how long is the interview going to be? So you can ask or they will tell you kind of what time slot that they're aiming for. So I usually tell people on this podcast, I'm giving away all the secrets, that we'll probably be talking for about an hour and, you know, I, I'll edit it. So it'll end up being a bit shorter. But it's good. It's a good idea to go in knowing how long you're going to talk for. So is it a really busy commercial radio station where it's going to be just a two minute chat about your newest single or is it going to be a two hour really in-depth interview know that so that you can plan your answers because if you're going for a two minute interview and you've planned for something that lasts an hour then your answers are going to be way overboard and you won't need that so just bear that in mind plan ahead and work out what you're going to say try and tell a story try and tell yeah the development of your band as a story you need to be really descriptive so what's it like to be in a rehearsal room with you as a band. What's it like? What's it actually like? So if I say to a band, um, how do you write music? How do you go about writing music? And they tell me that it's that they go about writing music in the rehearsal room. They spend time jamming together and they put the music together. You could say, it, as I said it, which is really dry, or you could say such and such comes up with a riff and then maybe such and such a band member kind of joins in and then it kind of fuses and develops and you can go about it that way and you can just, just bring a little bit more storytelling to it. It's just a slightly different way to view it. Finally, I think if you can, if it's possible, bring a couple of band members to the interview. I think that depends on context. If you're on a, a, a radio station, then they'll probably want to chat to one person because you're going to be playing music in between. On podcasts and blogs, it's a good idea to try and bring along several members of the band because it will make it so much more conversational and you individually will have to think of less things to say. <laughs> and as well as that, you will bounce off each other because you naturally, hopefully, get on as band members. You can bounce off each other and the question can go on for a bit longer and you can get a more in-depth answer and I guess a fuller answer. It's just a great way, a great idea to bring a kind of 3D view of your band to people. 
Anyway, that's my that's my random thoughts. I think it's fairly to, true to say they're fairly random about interviewing and how to get them and what to do when you get them. Um, let me know if that was interesting to you. Let me know if that was helpful. I'd love to hear from you. Drop me an email. Drop me a message on social media. However you want to talk to me, I would love to hear what you thought about this. If it's applicable, if it's helpful. <laughs> Long and short. Anyway, that is that is it for another episode of the Music Survival Guide. If you enjoyed it, then please leave me a review wherever you listen to the podcast on whatever system you are. I'm thinking about starting to read out reviews. So if you do want to be mentioned on the podcast in my wonderful dulcet tones, then leave a review and I will read it out. I really appreciate those. Please also share it with any friends or bandmates if you thought it was useful, if you're thinking about going into interviews, going to an interview kind of season and you want some thoughts and ideas to share with your bandmates about interviews. I really appreciate every single one of you listening. So if you're interested, I have a community on Facebook called the Music Survival Guide Community. Hop over there for chats about music and band life with other musicians and industry people. And I will see you next week. Ciao, ciao.